0: Pod Only Knows is a Cage Club Podcast. For other smart podcasts on culture, pop, and otherwise, go to cageclub.me.
1: You can contact us via email at P-O-K at cageclub.me.
0: You can find me on Twitter at probably Real J-B.
1: And you can find me at Kelly underscore J underscore Baker. And you can find the show on Twitter at Pod Only Knows Pod.
0: The show is written and produced by us. Welcome to Pod Only Knows. I'm John Brooks. And I'm Kelly Baker. And Kelly, uh, we have a very special uh, emergency alert-based chit-chat episode (laughs) (laughs) this week. Um, Something that was in the news last week that I couldn't resist talking about, um, especially in the midst of all the bad stuff that's going on around us right now uh this is sort of a weird and i guess in retrospect kind of funny story but also pretty alarming in its own way we'll get to it and it involves zombies so it is it is is on topic for spooky season but before we do that uh do you have any good news to share
1: sure i um chaperoned a trip to a marching festival for my teenager this weekend nice.
0: yeah. so
1: um we are a band family whether we want to be or not and mm-hmm. so it is peak marching competition season right now and so they i went with um 76 teenagers <laughs> <laughs> Seventy-six hours- trombones. -hmm. Yeah, two hours away to a marching competition. Uh, Mm -hmm. We didn't get back until one in the morning from marching competition. Um, But they did great. Like they got all ex, they got one superior in all excellence. Wow. And so yeah, they did really really well. Um, They looked great on the field. They rocked it with their show, which is um, "Rise Up" is the title of the show, and they do. Champion by Carrie Underwood, Rise Up, which is a song that I didn't know, and then We Are the Champions by Queen. I know so that one. Um, mm-hmm. you know that That's one. That's my wheelhouse. Yeah. So they did great. Their soloists were great. Their auxiliary, which is their color guard and majorette and dance line, um, did a very good job. Um, they all looked good on the field and their uniforms with their little plumes on their hats. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very typical marching band style. <laughs> um, they added some flourishes to the show that they've been working on really hard, and they um, have their really big competition coming up this coming weekend. Um, and uh, to be announced whether I'm actually going to chaperone that one or not. If this one didn't do me in, but um, yeah, so it was neat, and it was neat for them to watch other bands and competition too to see what their shows look like, especially the like larger bands that have like 150 members and do mm-hmm. like these wild shows um but um but yeah like choreograph
0: like making a picture or like no they do i mean like one
1: band had like tables that they put on the field and they were like dancing on tables and playing on tables because it was like a chef's table like show kind of thing um they're like jumping off the damn tables and i was like part of me is like someone's gonna break something you know i mean it was peak um where i was like it's safe like what are they doing Um, but yeah, I know. So it was a lot of fun. Um, it was great to see them and see how excited they were and how excited they were about their scoring. Um, and so they've come a long way since the beginning of the season and their first show on the field. Um, and they felt really good about it. So I was glad to be a part of that, even though I'm old and (laughs) when I am, it's really late. (laughs) Really, really late or really, really early, depending yeah. on how you yeah. want to see it. Um, and, <laughs> That's late. That's late. and they pop back from that like super quick, but um, I'm going to, it's going to take a couple days
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: for me to recover.
0: It's like jet lag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it get, really I, I is. It.
1: It really is.
0: So wait, um, I, I the, the the grading scale is that like so superior, excellent. Like what are the ranks? So what? so
1: the rank is superior is like the tippity top, right? Mm-hmm. And then excellent, and then good, and then fair. So okay. so they got what is probably the equivalent of like a B or B plus, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is really good. Um, and they were one of the like not one of the smaller bands, but one of the mid size bands, and. Um, they're still in kind of like a growing phase where mm-hmm. um, they've had some shifts in band directors. They um, really got hit hard by COVID and have had shifting numbers. Mm-hmm. So, um, and last year at festivals, they had goods, which are lower than the excellent and so this year they have already had one marching competition where they got superior which was a competition which was um not graded quite as tightly and so this one was um a harder competition so for them mm-hmm. to get an excellent was really good uh, and so they are feeling really good about themselves and have come a long way since last year and this is my kids first year doing this so um my teenager was pretty stoked about pretty cool. getting the scores that they did. And so, um, yeah, it was neat. It was neat to watch, too. Sure. I mean, I'm not like, I'm not that like, like
0: fun, peak band the mom, in the morning right? Yeah. You know,
1: like I'm, yep. I'm not invested and don't have the band mom t-shirt you don't go
0: to all the all the bands all the, no. what is what is it called you don't go to all is it they do it at sports games right like that's yeah
1: when yeah what? no i'm i'm pretty dedicated and go to all the home games and some of the away games and that right. sort of thing depending how far away they are but you know i don't have like the gear and you know the, um... <laughs> what
0: what is do you get your own like feathered hat what is the gear no
1: like it's <laughs> like the t-shirts right you uh-huh. know like I, I have a couple of like t-shirts for the team you know, where I have like my bulldog gear. So I have some, so I'm creeping into it. What I'm afraid is one day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have like a band mom t-shirt and I'm not going to know what happened. Right. Mm. Where I'm going to be like, when did I purchase this? Right. It's all a fugue state. Um, But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but some of the moms are much more dedicated, right? Like they have like the chairs for the stand. They have like the t-shirt they like, go to every single thing, right? Like they're deeply involved in the band boosters and um, I'm not there. Um, like I'm, I'm just excited that my kid is involved, but I'm just not like the most dedicated of <laughs> dedicated parents <laughs> where I'm like, I'm glad they have fun. But you know, also I'm glad they have fun.
0: But, mm-hmm. Yes, you know, yeah, cool. It's, it's cool. yeah yeah band's cool
1: so so what is your good news today john
0: (laughs) so (laughs) um so you're on blue sky i'm on blue sky everybody should get on blue sky because i just it's it's so much nicer but anyway um so blue sky for anybody who doesn't know as is right now just sort of like a bizarro Twitter, like really weird shit happens on blue sky. It
1: does, doesn't it? It's odd.
0: Mostly not Nazi things, which is sort of refreshing. Um, Anyway, to give you an idea (laughs) of how weird blue sky is and just the most sort of typical blue sky thing that both kind of baffled and delighted me um, this weekend. And I really just can't stop thinking about it is a very serious and very kind of partisan argument between educated adults about the ingredients of starbucks pumpkin spice latte
1: (laughs) 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 of course why not
0: and and this one person who i don't think works for starbucks but she just is really intent on making sure everybody knows that now Starbucks uses actual pumpkin puree in their pumpkin spice latte and I don't know why this person feels like they have to die on this hill but man there are some people dying on the hill of (laughs) it doesn't it's not actual pumpkin pumpkin spice is a branding it's actually just like the spices that you use in pumpkin pie or whatever that remind people of like something pumpkin adjacent. And this one person being like, since 2011, or something like that, you know, like Starbucks responded by putting actual pumpkin puree. And then there's like arguments over what kinds of pumpkins are used for like pumpkin pie. Oh, versus man. Like, it's. And this person knows a lot about pumpkins. It's really, really interesting. Uh, but yeah, for some reason feels like, this 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 desire to to defend Starbucks and their use of the word pumpkin in the pumpkin spice latte, and then also being like every year this happens, <laughs> 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 every year someone's like, did you actually know it's not? And I'm like, this is just delightful. I'm just like here for the. It's a big thread, and uh, I'm I'm just here for the for the entertainment. But um, boy, I what a delightful hill to die on uh in, a, in an argument is is over Starbucks and how they invoke the word pumpkin um in their pumpkin spice lattes whether so it's I...
1: real or not right i mean you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh and i'm like I guess i mean i'm not a big pumpkin spice person but like i i like pumpkin spice coffee and lattes every once in a while and like you know it's they're nice, and I'm like, how how can it go further than that though? Like, how can anybody put any more thought into the whole pumpkin spice phenomenon beyond like, sure, tastes good, that's fine. Like, I, it baffles right, me.
1: But sure, but it's,
0: but it's also great that like that's the sort of thing that's happening on Blue Sky while nazi propaganda is being you know disinformation uh is being spread throughout throughout twitter so um yeah that was just a delightful little side quest uh (laughs) to my weekend uh to witness this 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 raging debate um over not even like whether or not pumpkin spice has pumpkins but like whether we should care uh, yep
1: yep f- f- and pretty, i guess we should right like yeah i didn't know it was that serious but,
0: <laughs> but this is become sort is. of like the blue sky like this is what we fight about them like this is what blue sky is yeah basically right now is like these kinds of arguments <laughs> that just like don't it's just refreshing don't right tra- it is it is refreshing like it's yeah yeah um hopefully it doesn't you know lead to any any uh violence offline but uh sure sure Anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice break in my weekend. Um, anyhow, we need to talk about this because I'm sure a lot of our, lov- our listeners have loved ones who are, are now zombies. Uh, yeah,
1: of, no, this of, is the deep concern, right? Is is, it? Yeah. yeah,
0: and our condolences to you um, if any of your relatives had their vaccines activated by um, the recent use of the emergency alert system by FEMA, but for those who don't know, and we're lucky enough to avoid this this uh, catastrophe, um, if you don't know, so a week or so ago, um, FEMA. What was the date? I'm trying to remember. October fourth. Fourth, yeah. Uh, FEMA did a test of the emergency alert system, which used to be, which is like the, the the new version of the emergency broadcast system, which I'm sure a lot of us of a certain age remember being yep. at home, right? Especially on days when you're homesick is when they <laughs> did it at like noon <laughs> during Price is Right or something. Yeah, uh, during
1: your prime like <laughs> daytime television watching, right? Yeah. You know?
0: Uh, and it would be the this is a test of the emergency broadcast system and blah, blah blah blah. And of course, they've they've since because because nobody you know if you want to reach people now, just send it directly to their phones. Uh, the emergency alert system is the updated version of this. And somehow, a conspiracy theory began making the rounds that all of this was tied to five G and the COVID vaccines. And this was the the final sort of moment, like this is what it's really been all about is this moment when the emergency alert system will sort of like sonically activate a element of the COVID vaccine, including some like sciency sounding graphene something uh
1: <laughs> and nanoparticles and nanoparticles, nanoparticles is a really
0: important part of that right yeah. so the nanoparticles um conspiracy theories are obsessed with nanotechnology the nanoparticles would activate a a zombie trigger and turn everybody who was vaccinated into zombies of some kind and uh there was people who took it very very seriously and were incredibly disturbed by it um it didn't happen, but I'm interested in your thoughts as to, like, why anybody would believe this. <laughs> and, like, what it says yeah. and, like, what, you know, our, our obsession with um, control and zombies and FEMA yeah. and, and all of these, like, various parts of kind of, you know, um, sort of quasi-supernatural religious conspiracism stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I thought about when I was reading about this this morning and like thinking through it is it totally didn't surprise me that this was a concern over government control and a somehow a government conspiracy right this is the first piece for me is that the government is doing something and that it's going to be dangerous and that we have to watch this Mm -hmm. um and when i was working on my zombie book this was like one of the major themes is that somehow somewhere if the zombie apocalypse is going to occur it's going to be some sort of government malfunction that leads to this right that the Mm -hmm the CDC knows something about something, right. That they know that zombies are out there or zombies can occur or that if something goes wrong, it's because it's a government lab, right. That somehow leads to zombies. So that part didn't surprise me at all. Right. That it's going to be this wireless alert that leads to this um, COVID vaccine being activated and it causes this in some sort of way. So the sci-fi element of it, too, I'm always so interested in, right, mm-hmm. um, where they're like, this is what's going to occur because we've been vaccinated. This push by the government to vaccinate us that then leads to this catastrophe that we've all been waiting for in some way, shape or form. Um, it also didn't surprise me that it was like in times ministers that are pushing this. Right. In some sort of way too Jim right? Baker too is a you big know? part of
0: yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah that um are saying this and saying you know we've been warning you about these vaccines this is when you know you reap what you sow here like if you did this and this is kind of the consequence of this mm-hmm. so those kind of pieces of conspiracy theory were not a shock to me at all that right. they emerged in this in some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. Um, I always love when it gets tied back to zombies. Like, that's my favorite, you know, that Mm -hmm. zombies have to emerge somehow in here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, And that we somehow have had something injected in us that's going to lead to us all turning into zombies. um, And that uh, it, it just... I mean it's beautiful right that any moment that we can become these brainless monsters because of us going along with government policies or going along with some sort of campaign to get us vaccinated during this pandemic yeah um to do this kind of thing um so yeah like in some ways none of it was shocking right right Um, and in other ways i was like kind of still shocked by it, right? Um, where I was like, really guys? This is our move here, mm-hmm. that this is what we're doing and this is how we're understanding this, right? Um, that you really think that some sort of supernatural something is gonna happen um, because of a wireless alert that's gonna go on in your phone so much that you're encouraging people to wrap their phones in tinfoil
0: yeah, <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> speaking of like you know the sort of cliche, you know, uh, conspiracy theory trope, right? Like literally, yeah. tinfoil's back.
1: Yeah, um, right. Yeah, I
0: I was really interested because of the way. So you kind of you mentioned this, but like the if I think a lot of people don't realize that like FEMA and the CDC have been at least since like the '90s have been really central um figures within conspiracism Mm -hmm. and not really thought of very much by anybody else right I think until recently FEMA for most people were like the people who failed during Hurricane Katrina right uh like that's sort of what you think of with FEMA and then I don't think anybody really thought about the CDC at all until until COVID but You know, if you go back to, like, the 1998 X-Files movie, um, FEMA plays a central role in the way that the grand alien conspiracy is described in that movie. Um, I think that's actually the first time I'd ever heard of FEMA uh, was the X-Files movie. Um, I was, I guess, 19 at the time, so I guess, you know, I probably hadn't spent a lot of time thinking about FEMA. Sure. um, in, 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 In my life. And then, of course, like, the CDC, before... COVID before the CDC became something that I think most Americans kind of knew about Mm -hmm. um, featured into zombie stuff quite a bit. Like it's, it is a, it is a major feature of the early part of the walking dead story. Right. Um, And there is this idea, right. That like the CDC knows something, whether it is good or bad, it's this idea Mm -hmm. that the CDC is this like collection of secret medical knowledge and is like the hub of all medical knowledge and so therefore if anybody can like tell us something about why we're all turning into zombies at the cdc and it's the sense of these like giant organized you know uh scientific based bodies who do things that we don't understand and also in an emergency would have um abilities to to enact Uh, mandates that we don't agree to right because they have to because they and so the idea that FEMA could be like this shadow government or this way of creating a shadow government right that is very mainstream and so it's not it's it's not surprising to me um that that made her appearance here I guess what's surprising to me is kind of why like this, <laughs> like, it, right. it just, yeah. it's sort of, it's, it's like, it, it's the, it's the, like, I don't understand. Like there's so many other more kind of plausibly deniable ways that you mm-hmm. could make a, a, a narrative, but like when this happens and we don't all turn into zombies it seems like you're putting a lot of eggs into one basket that then don't pay off. And then you have to kind of rewrite the narrative. So I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm still a little thinking about like, what is it about this moment that is like October, 2023 that gave this so much fuel?
1: Right. Right. What is it about? Yeah. I mean, and it's, I mean, what's striking too is like how mundane the event is, yeah. too, that would generate this much, just generate this much, like, concern, right, um, yeah. and this much traction, where it's, like, it's just a damn, like, cell phone alert, right, like, and as you said, like, this is something that we've been dealing with for forever, like, the emergency broadcast, like, I can hear the blaring in my head, right, you know, where it's, like, the, the words and then the, like, sound and this sort of thing. Like, this is not an unusual thing. But something about it being wireless and coming to our phones, right, that really kind of set this off. But it's just not, it's almost a non-event. Um, but it became bigger than that. And it is kind of an interesting question of, like, what is it about this moment that made it, Seems so much more right, yeah. Is it because it landed in October that people are thinking about? Like, I, I wonder, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's already spooky season, right? Yeah. So, are we thinking in along these lines, right? Um, you know, why are we thinking cell phones and vaccines together, right? Um, why are we thinking about that activating it when we're carrying a cell phone around with us all the damn time, and why isn't it activating? <laughs> nanoparticles already right Right. you know like why is it this kind of combination that's leading to this um this idea uh is kind of intriguing and it doesn't make sense with a lot of and and it doesn't necessarily have to make sense which is what we know um right but with a little poking at it it's like why just this wireless signal when we are bombarded with wireless signals all day long, right? Mm -hmm. Um, What is it about this that's causing it, right? Is it the government intervention, right? Is it that there are new COVID vaccines coming out, right? Is it, you know, like, what, you know, what pieces of these are working together to generate this particular conspiracy theory, Right. right? You know, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I think probably the, the the recent updated vaccine plays a role in this. Um, I, I also wonder if there's an element of, like, that, well, two things. One, sort of like frustration with the lack of people just keeling over and dying from the vaccine. Right. um where like the narrative of if you take the vaccine you will die immediately or over time <laughs> for, the, right. or for the course of many right. decades uh, <laughs> or, or somewhere within that window
1: right that sure. there's
0: sort of this desire to be like okay well then there must be a, a a triggering mechanism there must be some sort of like other part of the plan and the phenomenon that we see with conspiracism of, you know, and also with religion, for that matter, of continuing to sort of rewrite the or move the goalposts whenever sure. yeah. the, the big event doesn't happen. And I think probably the combination of October and zombie season and new vaccines right. and this emergency alert and be, someone just being like, well, there's three things I can work with. Right. To create a kind of like a, a, a narrative that I can I can make some money off of um, right. for a moment because like there were there were some like legitimate grifters who were trying to use this moment to like make a buck. Sure. So, you know, I think that that probably um, probably all factors in. But then I also think that there might be an element of like what we think of when we say zombie or what we think of when we say like you know it will it will act whatever like whatever that means i think that you can then say well this thing happened and when a year from now a bunch of people vote for joe biden you could be like oh because they're zombies like they were mind controlled right like I was right. And, and they, they, they couldn't see the truth and, and whatever. And so you can kind of like take that. And I don't know, I feel like the, the the notion of being a zombie is kind of so malleable that that there's, there's, there's an element of that there too. Right.
1: Yeah. No. And I think that's, I think that's accurate. Right. And there's a lot of discussion too around the way we talk about those like political zombies, you know, and the way that people, are often using that just to kind of signal someone who's brainless and follows along with a crowd and just is going to vote in a certain kind of way. Right. Um, you know, previously, this would be the way that people talk about like sheep, right. You know, The, the sheep that are following along with, you know, yeah. one political party or another, right. Who just right. can't, realize like what they're doing, you know, and you your know, followers or something, you know, just the, the kind of ridiculousness that happens in this political rhetoric. But I think you're I mean, I think you're on to something here that it'll be like this was the moment, right? Like this wireless signal went out and this is how we got Biden voters like I think that that could be one of the narratives that pops up there right? Like Mm -hmm. there was people that got the COVID vaccine and then this happened. And now this is how we have Joe Biden again, right? Like that's the kind of like weird logic that could easily happen with this. Um, So that it doesn't have to be the like monstrous zombies that are like taking people out, right? That it could be zombie and this other kind of brainless, soulless, you know kind of idea here Mm -hmm. instead um that works because zombie has such different connotations depending on how you want to use it Mm -hmm. um you know um people that are mind controlled too right very much could fall under this category so we might not see the effects now but we could definitely see them later and that narrative could be rewritten
0: yeah and i also think that the 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 fact that this was connected to um, smartphones, I think, is really yeah. important, right? Because it seems that that's a, that that ingredient of this. I, I I would imagine kind of is like one of the fears that is stoked by people who kind of bought into this, whether they are aware of it or not, is mm-hmm. is that sense of like none of us can function without technology anymore and yep. in some sense like we are kind of slaves to technology or at least we have sort of given over an element of autonomy and sure. control right to our to our phones and it's almost as though it's like an expression of this Fear or frustration that like your your cell phone or your smartphone just makes you a zombie. Period. Right. Right. And like,
1: right. And
0: and and that this idea that the government has to warn us when something bad's happening. You know, and it's sort of like everything. You know, what happened to Paul Revere? You know, like the, in the old days when someone would ride a horse through town and tell you the bad news. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, no, but uh, like that sense too. You know that like that, that we are not just the sort of sheeple. Um, Uh, you know, sort of insult or 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 or, um, the that kind of pejorative, like the 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 way that we've gone from sheeple to like to zombies, like we we're we're following orders, but then also like literally like can't do anything for ourselves, like the government has to like you know use us as 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 puppets or whatever. So like, I wonder if a lot of this was less sort of a, a a sort of prophetic. Um, fear, and more, just kind of an expression of this of this sense that we are we are no longer in control of our own minds, and 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 that technology has sort of taken over. I mean, like with 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 the with like the introduction of Chat GPT recently as well, like that being a part of the news. Like, I I just sort of I wonder if that's what drives some of this.
1: Yeah, yeah, the concern. Oh, well, I mean, and just how much we have let technology like just replace our thinking right which is i think yeah part yeah, of the concern right. yeah part of yeah. the concern over something like chat gpt yeah you know this is that we're now letting ai do the intellectual labor for us mm-hmm. right you know you put the prompt in and then it produces something for you mm-hmm. um and yeah and i i think that that could be part of the concern and that that's not an unfounded concern there um entirely about how we're acting or how we're interacting with technology um but i and i think it is um kind of interesting too about how attached we are to this technology and how much it does for us right um you know and i I mean i think about my reliance on my phone and like just like my addiction to something like google maps and the impossibility of me like trying to find something on my own sure right like yeah i've given up this fight like if i had to use a paper map like what what <laughs> would happen right you know um, i
0: use ways even if i know where i'm going like <laughs>
1: like yeah no i mean this is this is true right like i mean i've given over this capacity in some yeah. sort of way um to google right <laughs> for better or worse um and so I think that there are like legitimate concerns about that and about how we have like allowed technology to take over our lives, right? And our brains and done these sorts of things. Um, and I think that there is like a kind of doomsday conclusion to that, right? About us letting us letting it do our thinking and letting us kind of give over more and more brain power to that, right? Um, mm-hmm. That follows that kind of critique right where we've become zombies to this um that you can see echoes of that in this like wireless (laughs) alert right that then is going to turn us into that um so that there is something going on in there that's not entirely silly right like that there is some sort of like critique buried in there kind of maybe maybe that's me granting like too much credit in there for that um but i think that they're i think you're right like there's something going on there that we can pay attention to that there's a concern in that about like who we're becoming when we do that and like how yeah. much brain power we're using right yeah. or losing that sort of thing um and it, yeah it just it's it's kind of an interesting question about our reliance and where we are, um, one way or another. Um, but you know, it just, it makes me think of, um, you know, like the commercials of like people on their phones, right. You know, like wandering into traffic and that sort of, you know, where they're just yeah. so like zoned in and just are not aware and these sorts of things, right. Where it just has kind of taken over in some
0: kind of way. Yeah. And I, and I, yeah, and I also feel, I mean, obviously there's a relationship between like texting while driving and getting an accident but i I also I, i think that a lot of those sort of concerns the sort of um uh exaggerated concerns heightened sort of hyperbolic uh imagery of when like smartphones came out of like people doing just that like hasn't really panned out like i don't i don't think That a ton of people are like getting hit by cars, walking into oncoming traffic. Yeah, sure,
1: right. Right? Yeah, I feel
0: like we're smarter than that, and and and, but but that basic sort of question of like, how smart are we, and where does the where does the computer, um, begin and I end, right? Like, where 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 does my smartphone begin and where do where do I end? I think that's an interesting question. I also just think it's worth kind of looking at some of those more uh you know sort of sort of fringe concerns uh that that became a little bit mainstream of like people are just going to walk in front of subway trains and like i don't think they do really though like we sort of learned how to do this and sort of see out the corner of our eyes and like we've adapted as 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 humans as humans tend to do um you know, but, like, it was very mainstream, and I, I don't know, like, where the science is on this either, but, like, very mainstream as of, like, 10 years ago, the concern of, like, well, having this radioactive thing by your head all the time, is that going to give you brain cancer? Right, right, Like, I don't, right. I don't think that's an un- unrealistic concern. It seems like the science sort of says no, right, as right, of now. yeah. But, like, yeah, maybe in 10 years, like, there'll be an uptick in brain cancer, and it's worth talking about that. Um But, yeah, you know, again, that's another part of this, like, that sounds like becoming a zombie to me, right? Right, yeah. Like, your brain is going to be mutated by um, this thing. Right, right.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, and it is the, the, like, concern of our brains, right? It's very much in the, like, zombie- genre right i mean and so much of this is about like what happens to your brain on smartphones right i mean it makes me think of like the drug commercials from the 80s right where it's like
0: (laughs) look it up like you know yeah
1: yeah, look it up right but you know like this is your brain on drugs right and it's like the egg that they've cracked in the pan right like um you know yeah you can find those commercials i'm sure on youtube somewhere right partnership
0: Um, for drug free america
1: Uh, scarred generations of us right um by well but that's
0: why nobody uses drugs anymore
1: this is right yeah Yeah. it was the egg in the pan right like it convinced us um it totally did but um you know i just feel like there i'm amazed that there aren't like commercials that are like this is your brain on cell phones right you know like kind of thing too um but you know so much of it is like what's happening in your head when you're doing this right um yeah. and it's like i mean and the honest answer is we don't know like we don't know yeah. how it's shaping our brain pathways when we're doing this and and how this works but i'm pretty damn sure right like that a wireless alert that happened on a random day in october
0: <laughs> yeah yeah like we don't have that yeah. kind of nanotechnology like it doesn't right. exist and, and like that's also always a part of this is there's an invented mechanism there's an invented technology or like a secret technology that we don't know about that always plays a really important role here yeah like again nanotech i think is a really interesting one because we do have nanotech and it is something that is being developed and and we've made a lot of leaps and bounds on in the last couple decades but like there isn't a secret kind of nanotech that like they're not telling you about right? right and that's always sort of the part of the conspiracy theory I think the other part of this that I think is like really fascinating to me that I've been thinking about kind of since I read this story is you know like Aaron Rodgers has been talking again of course because he can't play football cuz he's injured so he's just going on podcasts talking about Pfizer and like the part that like you were talking about earlier that there are there's there's legitimate concerns like within here that are not being addressed because instead we're just like Oh, we're going to turn into zombies, Um, (laughs) right? right? I, I like this to me is the thing that's really frustrating about the whole kind of COVID and Pfizer and Big Pharma thing, right? Like, yes, there is legitimate criticism to be made about the pharmaceutical industry. I've been doing it for a long time. Like, I, you know, like Pfizer and Merck. There's, there's a lot of shit. To be critical about, right, and and this concern over sort of the corporatization of medicine, and the idea of being able to advertise medicine on television, and the idea that you can like make billions of dollars by treating something with a with it with 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 medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are legitimate criticisms to be made of the pharmaceutical company, but that doesn't mean that what they make doesn't work, right? Like this sure. is this is this is the line to me where I'm like, why can we not sort of Hold these two. Like, I think the fossil fuel industry is also evil, but I think gasoline works. Like, I think it will run my car, right? Like, right. I, I trust the product. <laughs> it's just that right. the the it's the other stuff that I'm I'm concerned about. It's not the efficacy. But for some reason, when it comes now with this sort of anti-vax movement, they are taking the fact that pharmaceutical companies are fucking evil, right? <laughs> Which I'm not right. disagreeing with, and then saying. The people who, the scientists who do the hard work to come up with, you know, cures and treatments to help people, are the problem. Like, no, those are that's not the problem, right? Right. And it's it's that to me is like a really interesting part of this whole thing is that it is this whole sort of zombie five G FEMA thing is 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 almost there. (laughs) It's getting like you're so close. (laughs) Like you're getting to. Problems that really do exist. Yeah. Yeah. And yet drilling down even further into ones that don't, that puts the fault on all the wrong people. Right? And, right. and that that is just that's where my uh my brain kind of explodes and gets I just I'm the can't. I'm yeah, I get furious. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> really I mean, mean, and it's
1: it's interesting, right? And I mean, and I think this is what's so fascinating to me often about conspiracy theories is that what you're saying is exactly right, is sometimes they are so close, right? <laughs> like, it's like you're you're like close to what some of the like structural issues are, but then you like take this like turn and then yeah. you're like, whoa, no, 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 you went off the path, right? Like you went wildly off the path and now we can't talk about this in a way that makes sense. Um, because it's like there are legitimate problems often with the things that you're talking about, but then you decided that it was zombies. Yes, (laughs) Yes,
0: <laughs> Right. It's like, oh, yeah, well, no. oops. yeah.
1: I was like, we were, we were.
0: Yes, were, yes, keep were going, things. keep going, zombies. Damn
1: it. They're, yeah, it's like, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, no, stop, stop.
0: That ain't it, that ain't it. Yeah. yeah. I. You, you mentioned earlier too, and I think this, I want to talk about this really briefly as well, which is the, which is the way that sort of end times, Christian preachers have been, latching onto this and and it it, it seems they've been trying to build some kind of a COVID conspiracy sort of like by, by latching onto different things and weaving something over the last several, several years. But I am really interested in the fact that like vaccine conspiracism tends to do really well in sort of culturally Christian countries, right. Um, Mm -hmm. Where, where there's a lot of Christianity (laughs) uh, that, that it seems to fit, into again this sort of like end times hysteria but maybe something else as well um i'm not really quite sure what that is i mentioned jim baker because i think uh most of our listeners probably know who jim baker is um but jim baker in recent years has he's, he's still on the sort of like you know evangelical christianity kick but he's moved into this space of also being a conspiracy theorist slash like someone who platforms wellness grifters. And so this really like, this one is like right in his wheelhouse. But I don't feel that growing up that the zombie apocalypse was a big part of end times. Yeah,
1: no, I don't think so. And
0: and certainly I never heard any of my most fundamentalist um, acquaintances ever say anything about vaccines
1: no i mean it is it is one of those things where and i'm not an expert on this by any way shape or form but it is a more recent phenomenon where the hesitancy and outright denial of vaccines was not a part of the kind of conservative christianity that i experienced growing up either right i mean vaccines were just kind of part and parcel of what you did you know like the state mandated it you did yeah. it end yeah. of right yeah. um you weren't fighting about this in any in any way right like you had to have a certain amount of shots to go to school you had the shots that you had to have to go to school mm-hmm. um and so it's interesting that in recent years you've seen more and more attacks on this, right? Where people don't wanna do this and don't wanna participate in this. And particularly with COVID, right? The like real hesitancy, outright denial, antagonism, right? Towards this that you find in these, um, in some Christian circles to this where they're just don't want any part of it at all Um, Yeah, I don't know where that comes from, but it's really stark, right? And really kind of strange that you find this in the way that you do. Um, And so I don't know, you know, you, you see this in like pockets, right? I mean, you would find this in something like Christian science, you know, in well, earlier because yeah, sure. yeah, it makes yeah. sense, right? right. Because yeah. of their that's, worldview, that's, yeah, right? Like this is not out of bounds, but in evangelical Christianity, it's like, huh, this is kind of not what you were necessarily expecting in some kind of way. And yeah. so, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know um, why, but it just feels like it's a political move. Right. Instead Mm -hmm. of a necessarily now, I don't know that we should necessarily separate those so distinctly. Right. But it feels like it's a more partisan move to me than it does a religious one. Right. Um, That that falls along what political party you're affiliated with more so than anything else. Right. Um, Yeah. So I don't know what you think about that, but that's just kind of my gut
0: yeah, I, well, I mean, I think the line between sort of, you know, the the the, the political right and the religious right is now just basically non-existent, right? Like, like yeah, it, it is. It, it is one and the same at this point, and it has become somehow a article of faith. <laughs> yeah, um, of, sure. Of, of of the right in general, that you shouldn't take specifically for now this vaccine. Right. Because this vaccine was created during a, like a hysteria and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like the flu or the cold or whatever. Yeah. It, wh- whatever it is. I, I suspect like there's a couple things and, you know, we'll we'll, we'll explore this more um, as as time goes on. But I suspect that like one of the things that I said to Matt Kressler is that the rising from the dead thing is integral to Christian um, theology. And uh, and the Christian worldview, right? That that mm-hmm. resurrection of the dead is is a big thing. If you didn't know that, uh, and and the idea of a kind of artificial resurrection of the dead, there is something that is sort of like this has always been kind of sitting there. That like capitalizing on zombie hysteria just seems like something that the religious right um, and 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 end times Christianity just has been waiting for an opportunity right like for yeah. these things to it's like a perfect marriage and I, and I and i and i see that um but i also suspect that like i i know like the 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 vaccine conspiracism hesitancy thing was always a feature of um you know sort of alternative hippie crunchy sure. right like sure. let, yeah new agey-ness And there's a lot of overlap there, of course, uh, with, with conspirituality, but like the being capitalizing on that, I think with the pandemic, right. Is, is sort of what the difference is. Like one of the reasons why I think vaccine hesitancy wasn't a thing is because it was pre pandemic and the pandemic in some ways, like fits perfectly into a lot of what uh, I think a lot of the, uh, kind of influencers for lack of a better term on the right sure. have been kind of waiting for, especially yeah. when it came to far right Christianity, you want a new end times narrative. You have this thing where like your church was shut down because of the evil government and you couldn't worship and like, right. You know, and I just feel like that, that bled into a, uh sort of secular right slash religious right. That is all, that's just been waiting for, for, Something to sort of create anti-government resentment around that, that sure, is like concrete sure. and I, and when your governor <laughs> like very literally says, "Here's this new vaccine, don't take it, don't right? take like, it.
1: it." I know, it, I know. That is yeah. when
0: it sort of crosses into, I think, a a, a very undeniable place, right? It's it's sort yeah. of it it is, um. But but you know I I think for a lot of people like this kind of thing as wild as it sounds like a zombie apocalypse with a emergency alert system I think a lot of people hear like the governor of Florida saying that and being like well that doesn't that doesn't do it for me and just like I don't want a, a politician whoever even if I agree with them to tell me whether or not to take it I want a narrative that is way more dramatic and that I can sort of work with. And I can kind of, I can kind of, I can kind of write like spin however I want to. Um, When nobody turns into literal zombies, I can then take that and for the next year or so, like rethink what a zombie is and um, and that sort of thing. But yeah, it's a, this whole story is sort of a very sort of troubling indicator. Like it's funny. And I think it was sort of played for laughter Yes. And it is, it is funny, but I think when you read between the lines, there's a lot of really troubling indicators of like where we are and where we're going to be over the next couple of years that that are, that are definitely worth talking about. So.
1: No, I agree. I mean, I think that most of what I saw on blue sky were people that were like, well, I'm a zombie now. Right. Kind of (laughs) thing, you know, Um, but I, but I think you're right. And that, You know, it kind of tells you where a lot of right wing ideology is and where it could be and that that should give us some pause and we should kind of pay attention to that instead of playing it just as a joke. Right. Yeah. Um, And. Yeah, I mean. Reading through this Huffington Post article about it and thinking through it and looking at Matt um, Shuham's reporting on this, I mean, I think you just kind of have to take it seriously. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, most of what I saw were people that were like, ta da, you know, (laughs) I'm a zombie now. I mean, I did it. Like, I, (laughs) I, I, I.
0: I don't want to take the moral high road here. Yeah. It's very funny, and I engaged. I engaged with 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 the with the comedy. But there is again, as with conspiracy theories, there is something between the lines that we need to we need to be attentive to. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways.
1: I was like another serious, <laughs> another another uh, serious chit chat episode from Kelly and John. We turned <laughs> a
0: we turned a story about five G turning into a zombie uh, into something serious because yeah. we can ruin any fun story. We
1: can. That's it's the talent. <laughs> it's a talent that we have. <laughs>